Welcome to the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. I'm Cassie McKenzie. Think of me as your BFF for manifestation and high vibe mindset makeovers. It's my personal mission to turn your inspiration into action so you can be, do, and have everything you've ever dreamed of having in life. This podcast will focus a ton on creating fulfilling relationships with money, friends, and soulmates, and inspire you to have fun so you can live the most extraordinary life you've ever imagined. If you're ready to take to the next step, then you've come to the right place. Thanks again for joining me. Now, let's begin. Alrighty, well, welcome back for the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. I'm Cassie McKenzie, and today we have a super exciting guest on, and it's it's the first time I've ever had a guest on my podcast before, but this one is such a beautiful soul. I absolutely love her. I had the opportunity to be on her podcast um, just last week. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Fresh off the press. Savannah Hamilton, she's a lifestyle creator, a renowned motivational speaker, mindset master, and spiritual rebel. Oh, I love it. And she's been pushing the boundaries of an ordinary life since she entered this world. She is on a mission to globally inspire women to to live untamed and unapologetic lives. She helps women who feel stuck, restless, and unfulfilled in their lives because deep down they know they were made for more and have designed a life that everyone else but themselves are proud of. So as the founder of Untamed and Unapologetic, Women Who Want More Out of Life, the host of Wild Within Podcast and an international retreat host, Savannah uses all her platforms to help women expand their consciousness, stop playing small, let go of limiting beliefs and old stories and step into their power to create a life of their wildest dreams. I love it. So welcome. Welcome, Savannah. Uh, Thank you so much. I just redid my bio and I was like, oh, girl, that sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for letting me hear that. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you for being here, for letting us hear what you have to say. And, um, you know, I really enjoyed our conversation. It seems like we're on the same, you know, not just path, but also wavelength around like a lot of the, you know, topics around like manifestation and money and all of that. And um, it'll be great to um, continue that. So, um, you know, one of the things in your bio and one of the things that I am like so curious about that you do is your retreats. I want to hear more about how you started holding retreats and um, Uh where, you know, how long you've been doing that. Because you have a couple yeah. of really cool ones coming up. I do. I do. I'm very excited. So I, um, just to give like a little backstory, I, you know, I came from a really small, um, tiny town where people didn't travel internationally. Neither of my parents have their passport. We, I grew up in Ohio. So I always wanted to go traveling. I always dreamed of like this dream life with these huge vacations and it, it just always was this far out dream, you know, never did I ever think it would be a reality. And when, you know, growing up, I like did the do like everybody else um, does of coming from a small town. I went to high school, I graduated high school early. I went to college, got my master's degree, bought a house. And then I was like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> is that really what I want to do? And I sold my house. I packed up everything I uh, owned in uh, U-Haul and came out with my two dogs to sunny San Diego. Oh my gosh, (laughs) sounds just like me. Yes, yes, I know. (laughs) When you shared your story, I was like, oh yes, that's me. Oh yes, that's me. I can relate. So, you know, just I just had this this California dream, you know, of just... And that was kind of the first pivotal step I took into kind of stepping into who I am. Mm -hmm. And when I came out to California, you know, people are moving, they're shaking, they're traveling, they have passed, like they're on their fifth passport. I'm like, passport? I don't even have one. (laughs) So um, when I was, I think, 27, I maybe, I was probably a little young. Actually, I was 25, got my first passport, started traveling. My first trip at this, I'm 32 now, so... A little, I mean, six years I've been traveling Mm -hmm. and I have traveled to almost 30 countries in the last six years. And I am like 
just getting at the tip of the iceberg. So traveling, like once I started doing it and I, and for me traveling was um, just, oh, it made me feel so empowered and it allowed me to experience like other cultures and how other societies and really kind of how it goes to my bio is shake society's expectations of you. Mm-hmm. I found when I traveled, we, we grow up in America, we're cultured to like be American, mm-hmm. but there's so many other different perspectives and ways to live and by means of doing things. And, and in America, this is as a consumer driven society and traveling has really taught me to be a minimalist. Right. I don't need to save. I don't need to spend my whole life savings to be able to travel. And right. so uh, true. Yeah. I mean, and you, you were speaking as well. You travel. I mean, once I have children and, um, I, I, I want to incorporate traveling with them. It's such a huge part of my life. And I admire and love that you and your husband do that. Like when yeah. you told me that I was like, Oh, this is pulling up my heart. Yes, for sure. So yeah. true. Um, but traveling has just, it has opened up a world of possibilities and um, just changed me as a person. And um, when I started to develop kind of my business and how I wanted to support women and how I wanted to show up, I wanted it, it, traveling like had to be in there somewhere. I wanted to not only coach women to step into their, their full, their selves, but I also wanted to show them like, Traveling doesn't have to be this forlorn object in the future that's really unobtainable, or it doesn't have to be this five-star luxury hotel, or and it doesn't have to cost thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So you can relate to this. Like mm-hmm. it, I've I've seen your I saw your Instagram. I saw all your traveling. Like it doesn't have to be that way. So. Right. Um, in February, I hosted my first women's retreat in Costa Rica. Ooh, cool! Yeah, we stayed, and all of my uh, all of my travels are kind of like off the beaten path. So we stayed in little tree huts above the canopy forest. And oh my god, I bet my husband would put a skirt on just to be able to go do that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, I'll be a for a week. <laughs> Oh, I love that. You know what? I hope soon to be able to open them to both men and women. Um, but for right now, they're just women. Yeah. Uh, and that it was just beautiful getting away from kind of your comfort zone, your ordinary life, like the labels that you have um, on yourself yeah. in your daily life is mm-hmm. just a whole different ballgame because you really, you really do have the ability to create whoever you want to be at that point. Right, right. Yeah. It's amazing. And, you know, I think people just assume like traveling has to be expensive, like you were saying, or, or they just assume they're not going to be able to afford it. And they just go to the, you know, when I was growing up in Virginia, you always went to the beach for a week in the summer. And basically (laughs) it was the same exact damn thing as you did at home. Like you still cooked, you still cleaned, you still like... (laughs) It wasn't a vacation to me. I looked at my husband. I'm like, hell no, we are not. We'll move towards the beach, but I am not going to spend a week making my own meals. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And, and I don't know places you can go and yes. amazing food. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like most of the food that we eat here is definitely like a compilation of what we've experienced across the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, you know, people don't realize like, it's expensive in America. You know, mm-hmm. if you go, if you travel, I love traveling to third world countries like Thailand, Bali. Mm-hmm. I mean, these places are so cheap and you can get by on so much more. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to be able to open that up to everybody. So I'm having right. my, I do have, I am having my next retreat. It's actually coming up in June, June 19th through the 23rd. And um, it's in Joshua Tree, California. So. Yeah. I saw that. Oh man, tell me more. Yes. So once again, it's kind of off the beaten path. Um, for if the listeners don't know, Joshua Tree is like um, supposed to be a spiritual vortex. So very spiritual. You get lost in nature. I think for me, nature is um, very pivotal. Pivotal in getting back to your true self and um, just remembering kind of where you came from, getting away from the noise and. You know, I, I was reading a book and she said, we don't even realize like the electric hum that is constantly 
are surrounding us. And then when you're out in nature and it's completely quiet, you're like, oh, now I remember. <laughs> totally. Oh, yeah. I went for a walk the other day and I had just had like a bunch of kombucha and I took my dog for a walk and I came back and I'm like, Ian, I swear the leaves were waving at me. I'm like, I don't know what's in that kombucha, but I think trees. I just had to take my shoes off and walk in the grass. And he looked at me like, what the hell happened to you? You never want to walk barefoot anywhere. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like it was the weirdest thing ever. No girl, you were just like vibing. So yeah. (laughs) How cool. And I mean, honestly, probably how refreshed did you and rejuvenized did you feel after Mm -hmm. you came back in? Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. Amazing. Like, oh, hi trees. <laughs> You're like, now I know what a tree hugger is. Come here. Well, you know, you've talked about Joshua Tree. That a funny ish story. We went to have you ever been to like Pioneer Town? That's near Joshua Tree in Yucca Valley area. I don't think I've been, but I'm familiar. Yeah. So like if you're out by Palm Springs, there's this little town called Pioneer Town and there's a restaurant called Pappy and Harriet's that a lot of the bands that come like through Coachella will stop at Pappy and Harriet's and they'll play there too. Mm -hmm. Just like a low key show. It's a teeny tiny little, I mean, it's a pretty, you know, decent sized restaurant, but a tiny town they used to use for Western movies. So it still has like all the old Western storefronts and stuff we decided to go see a band play. It was the Eagles of Death Metal. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hilarious band. I love them. And it was actually right when my husband had just moved to America to see if we would get along actually living together and not just talking on WhatsApp. And so <laughs> we were there and I, I decided to take a picture with my friend and I wanted to like hug one of the Joshua trees, which I may recommend never doing. Oh my gosh. It like stuck me in the arm. Yeah, I couldn't feel. It was like lit on fire. And I looked at my, I looked at everyone. I'm like, oh my god, I just made a huge mistake. Oh no! Yeah, it like it swelled up. It got totally red. It was like bleeding, but weirdly, I don't know. I was like convinced my arm was gonna fall off. Oh, but yeah, there's those like little stickers that you can't even see. Like it's like a. It was one of I don't the know. prongs there. Yeah. Like the palm thingy. So yeah. I would definitely recommend don't choose that place to go tree hugging, but it does look awfully inviting. <laughs> so funny. No, I will recommend to definitely tell none of them to. I'll, no I'll post the picture. Hugging. I'll tag you. You could see it's like right when I was getting stung and I came down. Oh no. Yeah, anyway. But your husband's cool. like this lady is who I'm supposed I know. to marry. He's like, why did I leave Africa for this? What in the world? <laughs> Oh my gosh. But you don't know. You don't know. Coming from the Midwest, yeah, we have oak trees. They don't bite. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't at all. No. And you know, in Costa Rica, you might get hit by a coconut, but that's right. Right. The dangers are a little limited. Yeah. Yeah. I personally like I I have this kind of like calling for some something that's like telling me that to host a retreat in Bali in November. Like I want to do it like over Thanksgiving week, you know, I don't know, like like, I have some sort of like urge to do that and put that together. Cause we actually went to Bali with um, Liam, our kid, our, our boy, he was one. I was, I came back and found out I was pregnant, but, but Mm -hmm. yeah, we, we were in Canggu by seven. So it was a pretty cool area that we, I'd love to go back to. Oh my gosh. So I was just in Bali for my third time last Thanksgiving. Oh, you were. <laughs> yes. I love, La Bali is hands down my favorite. And I know everybody, I would love to host a retreat there, but I, you know, I've been there three times now. Yeah. I love it. I just like want to go other places. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Fiji, that'd be a good mm-hmm. one too. So yes. yes, girl. How do we make this happen for your retreat? Your people need it. <laughs> exactly. I know. Yes. I'm like, I need to do that. So yeah. And you know what? I will. This is so funny that I, so on my Instagram this morning, I, are we allowed to cuss on here? Sure. Or should I yeah. be quiet? I'm like, should I tame myself? So I just posted <laughs> on Instagram this morning. It just says, fuck it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, this is what I usually say to myself before I do something that scares me. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, saying goodbye to my limiting beliefs. It's saying mm-hmm. like, fuck you to my like old stories that I'm living in, into. Right. And how I manifested a retreat is that that's literally what I said was, yeah. 
I just had the mentality, like, like you were saying, you have this inner knowing Mm -hmm. and you know, I traveled so much. I've, I'd hosted gatherings in group, like with girls, but never specifically a retreat, but that's exactly how I started. Like I didn't, I just booked it. I said, this is what I'm doing. I gave myself a year, went there, went to Costa Rica the, the year, exactly a year before with my girlfriend. And we're like, this is what we're doing. We're having a retreat. And so sometimes awesome. you just, you really have to say, fuck it. And move yeah. Forward. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. It, because like that, that was going to be one of my question. Like what was one of your most like be like as far as, and you can say, cause I, I would, you know, as far as the retreats first, but then I mm-hmm. also want to ask you this and just generally with, with traveling. Cause I think that's always one of my favorite topics to talk about, you know, besides, mm-hmm. besides money, of course, which, you know, the taboo of taboo besides like sex and religion, but Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love talking about travel, And especially because, you know, podcasts can go worldwide and there might be people all over the world that want to find out about new cool places to go to also. But what would you say is one of your like most fear defeating decisions that you've made you know, in terms of like your coaching business, but also it could be like with retreats or with traveling. Yeah. Oh, such a good question. So many of them. <laughs> I have to pick one. I could tell you I'm probably fearful. I mean, every day, you know, as, as we grow and especially as we're leveling up and especially um, when we are stepping into these new ventures for myself as a coach or a retreat holder, you're going to have fears that come up because you're nearing the edge of your comfort zone. And um, traveling, I think probably one of my most fearful things was when I graduated with my master's, I sold everything. I sold my car, I packed all my stuff, and I traveled around the globe for two months by myself. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I didn't, I think I had like three thousand dollars saved so it wasn't like a lot but you know i made it like that didn't include my flights but i traveled around the globe for three thousand dollars like you can make it happen yeah and the the part that i was fearful of was because i had what society had told me that like traveling alone as a female backpacker is you'll get raped or something like i'll get raped in a dark alley yes yes but i i did it and i'll tell you that that allowed me to, I mean, there was, it's multifaceted. Like number one, it left me feeling so empowered yeah. because I knew that I could do anything I wanted on my own. And I didn't need, like, obviously it's great to have support, but like I could do it on my own. Right. And then number two is also when you, I mean, I know many people think like booking a why would you travel by yourself? For me, I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could travel by myself all the time because oh, my family, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you, it pushes when you travel with somebody, you're, you're, you're with them all the time. So you're constantly entertained. You don't need to push yourself. You don't need to talk to anybody else. You're kind of in your own little bubble. When you travel by yourself, mm-hmm. no, yeah. like you have, you have to talk to me. Like I could talk to a stranger now. There's nobody that I'm afraid to talk to. I can strike a conversation with anybody. So it allowed me to grow as an individual. Then also, I mean, traveling alone, you don't have to be on anybody else's time schedule. You get to do what you want to do. You can, you know, traveling, like you could just stay in the room and chill all day if you wanted and and not feel bad about it. Yeah. But, But also, I think it's very powerful and this doesn't even have to be through traveling, but being comfortable with being by yourself mm-hmm. because so many people and, and I myself included are not comfortable with sitting by themselves alone. So we feel, right. yeah, we feel that we need to like always have our calendar full. We always have to be doing something. We like, I never wanted to sit on the, like just sit at home by myself. That made me uncomfortable you know, like I didn't like that. So traveling alone really gave me an opportunity to look within Mm -hmm. and just kind of self self soothe some areas that were unhealed. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's nice when you don't have those distractions, like you said, you know, 
as far as like having to entertain someone else or wait on their schedule because you can be more spontaneous and flexible with your plans and, you know, get up at 4 a.m. to go see like the top of a mountain if you want to or get up at 4 p.m. and stay in bed reading books all day. <laughs> yes. yes, yeah. And, and, and I mean, when do you get to do that here on your day-to-day life? Like I'm yeah. not sure, sure many people do, but just having the free will to do what you want is so like so refreshing. Yes, <laughs> totally. I I absolutely agree. So when you were traveling during those three months, it was three months or six, did you say? Two, two months. Two, two months. So where where did you where what continent were you? Yeah. So I I went all over. So first I went to Sydney, Australia, and I had a girlfriend there. Uh, visited Australia, loved it. I didn't realize, oh my gosh, fun facts. I didn't realize that Australia is the same size as the US. Um, So I thought I was going to be like going from the East Coast to the West Coast, going up to the Great Barrier Reef. I stayed in Sydney for two weeks because it is huge. Yeah. I don't think I even realized that either. That's a fun fact. fact. And the fun fact number two is that Australia has the largest camel population in the world. What? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So random. Yeah. I realized that Australians, that's, I'm even more impressed. I know they're all like in the center in the desert, um, like in the flatlands, but I thought they were all coming from like the middle East or something. That's what you would imagine. Yeah. So yeah. That's wow. my fun facts about Australia. <laughs> there you go. Well, you can definitely tell like when you go to Bali, the big Australian influence there. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. For them, it's like going to the Bahamas is for yes. you know, people in the U.S., right? Because except it'd be so nice if Bali was really at the Bahamas for us. <laughs> I know. And then compared to the Australian dollar, how cheap it is. Oh my God. It's so crazy. Well, it's like going to Hawaii and then, you know, you go to Bali and your dollar definitely does stretch a lot further. I mean, we did, I got like one of my most fearful moments traveling was actually on the Gili Islands off the coast of Bali. It was, you know, on Lombok and we did Mm -hmm. open water certification diving Mm -hmm. there. And I was like, Oh, this will be fun. And I literally got like, Five. Like she made me take my mask off and then put it in the pool. Yeah. I'm like, oh hell no, this is I don't know. I don't know. No, abort, abort. And so like we got out like in the open water, and it was just me because my husband already has his. He all he only did had to do like a refresher course, so it was just me with the instructor. God bless her. And so. <laughs> I got out. I mean, I panicked. I went down like five feet or five meters. Thank God I didn't have the wherewithal to calculate that five meters is actually 15 feet. Like it was like day seven by the time I was doing those calculations. (laughs) Thank God. But uh, yeah, that was where you pushing through the fear because I don't know if it's stubbornness or it's just like, okay, I've had this goal. It's here. It's right silver platter. I've got somebody teaching me who can like really focus on me. Like best case scenario, I'm just going to do it. Like I've got mm-hmm. to be like pushed through the fear and do it. And I can't exactly say I loved it at first, you know, but I did it and it yeah. was like, you know, becomes more and more comfortable and I think that like you said traveling by yourself, like you might not have loved it the first couple of days, but then by, you know, week number two, you're like, well, hell, I can never travel with another person again. Yes, <laughs> yes absolutely. You know, and you start to really see what you're capable of. And I love that moment where like you, you get to like, think about how impressed you are with yourself without having to have somebody else tell you that, you know? Yes. Yes. Uh, what a beautiful moment. Well, yeah. um, first off, congratulations for getting your open water. That's amazing. Well, you know, then I, then I went on and did, did the advanced diving. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Did all of it. And then, so I did open water and advanced. My husband did a refresher and advanced. We stayed at like one of those beautiful villas for eight days. Cause we actually all got stuck on the Island because of some storms that were coming through. The little ferry ride back to Lombok, <laughs> like the day that we were leaving, was scarier than oh, even. <laughs> You're like, I can make it through anything. There's like 70 people crammed on this canoe. I'm like, oh my God, this is, yeah. of course, the moment I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
we made it. Oh but my yeah, gosh, that's so it funny. Was, um, yeah, we, well, we did that. And then it was like all of our meals, all of our bintang, you know, mm-hmm. probably drink local beer. Bintang, yeah, because it's like, it's, it's, more, like it's everywhere. It's more often than water, right? So, all right. Yeah. And I think our entire bill for that whole entire time was like $900 mm-hmm. for all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, just this, like the diving portion would be that much in America, you know? Yeah. So like yes. maybe more even, not even counting all of the everything. And so now we can go anywhere we want. You know what I mean? Like we went to Belize. There's some really great yes. diving down there too. Uh-huh. So, did yeah. you go to, did you do the blue hole? No, no. The, um, the weather was only really great that one, one of the days, the other days it was, it was, there was like some storms coming through last July. Yeah. So fun. So it's funny. I, when we were in Bali, my boyfriend's never been certified before and he, he just did the day, um, just like took kind of fun pass to see if he would like it. He hated it just like you did. But that's, that's the thing. Like you're pushing yourself, you're uncomfortable, like you're breathing through this mask and like, it's terrible. And I'll be honest, like I'm certified as well. And when I first got certified, I did it for my ex-boyfriend at the time. And I was like, why am I doing this? This is so stupid. I'm never going to use this stupid ass course again. (laughs) Like I'm so scared. For those of you who don't know, they make you do these skills and you have to go underwater, take your mask off while you're like trying not to breathe through your nose. Yeah. I'm already scared shitless because I'm at the bottom of a 12 foot pool. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. And then and you put your goggles back on and have to clear them, which you have to like push on the top of your mask, blow the bubbles out of your nose. I have like snot coming out of my nose. Yeah. I'm trying not to hyperventilate. Right. So it's a mess. But I recommend it highly to everybody because it, one, it opens up a whole new world when you're traveling. Yeah. And like, once you get into, and I'll tell you, I've, I've been diving like under 20 times, probably maybe a little more, but once you get in the groove of it and you're a little more comfortable and I, I'll be honest, I'm scared every time I get in the water going down, like I'm always scared. I didn't grow up on water. I'm a little scared, but once I get down there, it is beautiful. And you get in this kind of like hypnotic trance state and yeah. like it's world changing. I love it. I love it. It is because you have to focus so much on your breath, you know, yeah. you really yeah. do to, like conserve all the oxygen, but also not freak out, you know, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I know because the first time I think I like went through my tank in about 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, okay, no time to go back up. <laughs> I'm like reading the meter. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Ready. I can relate. I can yeah. relate. Uh, so everybody go get their open water. Yes. <laughs> it's not scary. <laughs> no, no. It's so, and like, especially to be able to go some places in America, you know, like down in the Keys and mm-hmm. I'm sure there's just, I, I heard there's like the big, one of the biggest reefs down there too. And it's like such fresh, you know, clear water down there too. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to go there. Oh, I love that you do this. So, what, um, so like, um, let's see, like as far as like, cause now you've answered like so many of my questions. Okay. So then you went to like 30 different countries, right? So like, yes. um, what has been your absolute favorite destination and where is like your dream retreat destination? Oh my gosh. Great questions. Um, so my favorite, I will say my favorite place is Bali by far. Mm -hmm. Um, Hence why I've been there three times. I tend to not to like to go back to the same place. Um, But Bali by far, hands down, the people there, they are so genuine, so kind. Um, And you really do get to live in like your dollar does go far there, but the land is beautiful. There's so much spirituality. Mm-hmm. If you're a yoga person, you can find yoga anywhere. Um, you get to ride little scooters. So it's like, it's like in a, um, it's just like such a, like a mis- magical place. And there's so much diversity and I love being in nature. So mm-hmm. the jungles, the monkeys, like I highly recommend anybody if they get a chance to go to Bali go to Bali. Definitely. Um, yeah. Yes. yeah. And did you, and you traveled with your son there? That's what you said? We did. So we did not do any of the scooters, but we uh-huh. saw plenty of families who did. Oh my gosh. Five of them on a yeah, scooter. Exactly. In the grandma's driving. <laughs> yes. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we took some of like the local transport and, you know, Uber drivers and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, but there's still so much more to explore because, you know, we, he was only a year old, so we still uh-huh. had a lot, you know, a lot of crap that we were carrying right. with us. Uh, but so kudos we to you. And then Changu, we stayed there and then went to the Gili Islands. And by that yeah. time, it was about time to come back. Oh my gosh. I honestly, I'm just in such awe of you traveling with a child. Like that is my, for Christmas, I'm like, we're not doing Christmas presents. We're going on a big trip. Like that's how I want to do with my family. Because I think, I really do think it's so important for your children to see how other people live, to be grateful for what they have, you know, like running water, clothes on their back and Mm -hmm. just to, to live life with an open heart. And I think that traveling really and exposing them to traveling at a young age is really important yeah both of the um both of our kids i think they were three three months old when they had their first passport <gasps> oh my gosh I love that the love pictures it. are so cute too because they're little fat cheeks yeah <laughs> i know i love it so, oh, um i love you, that i know it's well and it's so cute well he my our son has about a hundred different girlfriends in bali like oh we, my gosh! They loved him because his hair was like so blonde at the time, and it was like growing out. And he was a fat baby; like he oh was gosh, so cute. Like he was just like yeah. the Michelin man. So the big cheeks, and he just sat there eating chicken satay and rice everywhere we went. Oh my gosh! Why a little yeah, cutie? And, uh, avocado yeah. on toast. But and there's so many like. If there's anyone listening with a lot of kids, you know, there's, or with just kids in general, you don't have to have a lot, but (laughs) (laughs) all 10 of them can travel. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, it's so kid friendly there too. I mean, there's so many little restaurants with playgrounds in the back and like, you can tell, like I said earlier, the Australian culture that's come over and kind of opened up a lot of places in Changu and Seminyak. And it's Mm so family friendly and kid friendly. Cause I think there's a lot of expats that have just decided to go there yes. you know, permanently or semi-permanently at least. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty impressive to see. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's worth to, you know, the long trip to get there too. But, you know, we found the same when we went to Barcelona too, like back in September that, um, there was a lot of, of stuff for the, for, you know, our son, like so many little playgrounds, like hidden in these little, you know, walkways and stuff just in the middle of town. It was so cool to see because you don't see that all the time here in America. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like to, I think you and probably me the same. I like to point out like when you're and this, and this goes for life, like in general and not even just with traveling, but especially for traveling when you like are starting to plan. So like how I do this is I buy my ticket first. Like that's the first thing I do. That's my fuck it moment when I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. It's doing it. It's happening. I'm doing it. I don't even care if I've saved money for the trip. I just do it. And then I work backwards from there. And that's what I tell all my clients to as well. And any goal is you pick a date and then you work backwards versus coming from this place right now where you're like, oh, where all your limiting beliefs kind of like swirl around you and you're telling yourself you can't, you're coming from a place of lack or scarcity. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's all about empowering, like who you want to be, your future self, buy the ticket and work backwards. If you think that you need to budget $3,000 for this trip, like break it into halves and then break it into fourths and yeah. set goals. Um, but I was, I was saying for when you were saying how like the children, there's so much for them to do. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I know that I used to do this, like, oh, is this going to be safe for like me as a like solo traveler or, oh, is it going to have things I like to do? Like it's, it's not coming from a place of those are limits, you know, those are limiting beliefs, limiting mindsets. And they're, mm-hmm. they're going to come up because your brain wants to keep you safe, keep you here right. in your cozy little house and you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. But in order, like, I don't even like for me, I've worked through this so much, like those things, I don't even come up. It's not like, like, oh, I'm fighting for my limitations. It's like, how can I make this happen? You know? So for you, I mean, there might not have been a playground on every corner, but you find them, you know, you, you make it happen. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So for anybody, you know, traveling, pick a date, buy the damn plane ticket and then work backwards because, because I hear so many people like, oh, I have to wait for the perfect timing. Like there's never going to be perfect timing. You're no. never going to have $10,000 in your bank to go on this luxury retreat somewhere. You're never going to have all the time off work. And a lot of people, and I know this isn't an option for everybody, but a lot of people don't even realize, like, say you've used all your PTO, you can still take time off and not get paid for it. I think you're totally right though. You know, like part of the thing I see people do the most, and you know, I think to an extent I used to do it too, like, yeah, waiting for the perfect timing, right? But also, um, you know, putting it off and saying someday or coming, you know, like the more you put it off, the more you give your brain chances to come up with reasons why not to do it. Like, mm-hmm. and at that book, I was telling you about the secrets of the millionaire mind, the T. Harbecker <laughs> one. Like one of the things that he said is the difference between like, you know, rich people and poor people or millionaires and, you know, not wealthy people is that, um, you know, the wealthy people make decisions quickly. And, you know, like I count wealth as not just money, you know, it's the experiences, the life, the amount of like love you share and give and take or give and take. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Give and receive. That's it. That's what I'm looking for. And, um, but you know, so it's like the whole big thing and, you know, travel definitely goes into that, like all that experience. Cause then, you know, seeing the, how other cultures operate and, kind of dispelling what the media would lead you to believe. Like, I think when I first went to South Africa, like before I'd ever gone, I didn't really know much about it, you know, and I was going to visit my husband, well, boyfriend-ish at the time. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I didn't know what to expect, you know, like you hear, oh, third world country, it's probably going to be like a, you know, really scary place. Or maybe like I might need to, I don't know, like, bring some sanitary wipes to go everywhere, you know, like I don't, it might be my last flushing toilet ever, but no, like you go there and it's like, it's, I mean, it was nicer there than it was even in San Diego where I lived, you know? And I mean, and it is like Cape town is gorgeous. It's one of my favorite cities ever. And the cost of living in comparison to Florida, um, to even Florida, but California is incredible. I mean, it's just like Bali, you know, mm-hmm. like there's um, you, the, the, what you can see and do and get in the quality of food and people and conversations and wine and all of that is so nice, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it was beyond any of what I thought it was ever going to be. And I never would have known that if I didn't go, you know, right, and see right. it for myself. And so I should, I think I should probably petition them to pay me to be a tourism board because <laughs> I've sent so many people down there since. <laughs> yes. But, I, it's, I have yet to be there. I went to Tanzania and Uganda or Rwanda, um, but and that was, oh my God, my favorite. But um, I, I've never been there, but I've heard one of my friends travels all over and he said, but hands down, that's the favorite yeah. place he's been. Yeah. So back to your one question, where my my uh, like dream retreat would be next is in Africa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what part? Um, you know, I was looking into. Um, I looked in Morocco because I think mm. that would be like a really interesting um, place as well. But also um, South Africa, I think it would be beautiful yeah. too. Which any anywhere in Africa, like I love Africa. I'm very much, like I said, mm-hmm. nature, animals, and mm-hmm. I love it there. Yeah. So beautiful. It's gorgeous. I, Cape Town is by far one of my favorite ta- cities. I think I, I think I like it even more than Bali, you know, mm-hmm. but it's a different feel, I guess more like I could see living there, you know, right. it would be so cool to live down there and you, you would love it for sure. Yeah. And it's so neat to see like how close everything is you know like the winelands are only about 45 minutes outside of cape town and then you've got all of um you know just outside of johannesburg all the safaris and things Mm -hmm. that you can do it's just incredible my husband actually with his brothers and his dad i guess it was oh lord four years ago now maybe 
five, I guess five, wow, five years goes by quickly. <laughs> Usually because of the little one that just walked yeah. in, right? But um, yeah. <laughs> uh, they took a, um, a motorbike, you know, they took like the, uh, I don't want to say scooters because they were like um, Yamaha motorcycles. Uh-huh. They did a motorbike trip from South Africa through to Namibia. Wow. And, like the pictures from that two week trip and like the little B and B's that they stayed at along the way just are incredible. Like they were riding alongside of like giraffes that are like following wow. them just like in the oh wild. It was crazy. Yeah. He took some incredible pictures oh like gosh. just during that two week trip. So I'd love to. Yeah. Know, I'm going to go stock them. <laughs> stock them yeah. on Facebook. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I wish I could ride a motorcycle. <laughs> No, oh. yeah, yeah. So oh, fun for sure. So I would definitely, yeah, that'd be a great destination for sure. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I think how you were saying um, when you first went to Africa, and it's labeled as like scary or um, you know not being safe, especially for women. It's really all about, and and this is part of just stepping into you and becoming more empowered is forming an own like your own. Um, formulated opinion based on facts, because a lot of the times, you know, we look at the news, the news is only going to report negative things. They're not like today they're, you know, there were 700 hugs given in South Africa, or, you know, this little kid is doing well or survived like child slavery or they they don't, oh, I don't watch TV. I don't watch the news. I don't watch anything. And I know some people are going to say like, well, that's a opinion too. Like you're not doing anything. But for me, like the news is just feeding us negative information. They right. focus on the bad. And, and when, and of course they're, you're going to hear only the bad stories, but that's because they're not reporting all the good things that are happening too. So I always like tell everybody to look at the um, travel advisories, of course, because that's from right. a, a viable source. Um, but form your own opinion, you know, don't let, don't let like be educated in your decision. Absolutely. Um, but, but really you can travel everywhere quite safely. And and as long as you, um, you were doing it smart. Like I, when I would travel by myself, I wouldn't go out drinking at night. Like I, I, I didn't do walk in the back alley alone. Mm -hmm. Um, but you really are, you can, for cheap, you can, you can do it. You, you don't, it doesn't have to be this dream. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's like, um, you know, like just basic law of attraction. So like, if you've got fearful thoughts that say you're going to get, you know, jumped in broad daylight, then, you know, right. and you're consistently adding feeling to that and the fear to that, then, you know, you might, it might manifest, right? Because yeah. You're like obsessed with the thought of that happening Versus mm-hmm. like being aware and responsible, but also, you know, finding the beauty and the people there and the locals mm-hmm. and being able to, you know, like usually if you become part of the culture while you're in the culture and adapt yourself to that and like want to learn from the people around you, then they put their arm around you to like keep you safe too. And to tell you where the cool places locals go, you know? And I mean, I've met some of the neatest people just in our travels worldwide that, you know, not to say I wouldn't meet them in America either, but like, it's definitely an abundance of, you know, great things as opposed Mm -hmm. to, you know, like a trepidation or fear of shitty things happening. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. I love that you yeah. mentioned that. It really is all about your mindset, you know, yeah. like just having, having general faith and trust in humanity as a whole, like yeah. we're all mostly good people, you know? Yeah. So yeah. just having faith in that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> the last question, as far as like, you know, how do you get past like the fear, like any fears that come up when you set this big goal? Cause like a lot of my listeners are, you know, everybody, everybody has their fears, right? Everybody's got yeah. their goals and like the things that they want to do. And there's always a couple of things usually that hold us back from doing it. Like you said, keep you safe, keep you in your comfort zone. So like, you know, if you're someone, for example, before you started holding retreats, 
did you ever have a fear of like, oh no, what if I book this and nobody like shows up, right? Or nobody like, am I going to have just a nice vacation with 10 of my closest <laughs> friends that decide to book a trip, right? So yeah. like, how did you get past that and start to like really manifest your attendees and get yeah, yeah. out about your events? Oh my gosh, such a great question. So my coaching, um, what I offer is, uh, you know, it's all about shaking like society's expectations of you, stepping into yourself, being untamed, unapologetic, like truly being you. And um, a lot of people, you know, women especially, I hear they're, they're saying that they feel stuck, they feel overwhelmed, they feel directionless, they suffer maybe from anxiety, um, and this, and this comes in the shape of form, like of either, like it can be traveling, it can be with any decision, you know, but just feeling kind of unknown and just not sure about where their direction they're going or about what decision to make. So they lack a lot of clarity. Um, and really what it all boils down to is not having a lot of self-worth. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a lot of my teaching and how I, I actually have a tool and I think I, sh- I sh- provided it to you as well. So I have a freebie that okay. everybody can download. Um, I, it's on my Instagram, like in the link in my bio, but it's this five step um, process or five, it's five tools that you are not using uh, that are keeping you stuck while others are thriving. And some of those are, one is like not having clarity, um, not giving yourself enough love, um, not not trusting in the in the choices that you're making, um, and it all boils down to the feeling of like just not feeling worthy of what we desire because we don't love ourselves enough, mm-hmm. and. And how, so how I manifest the life I want and how I move through the decisions, it's all um, outlined in the five-tool process, but uh, the main one that I go through with all of my decisions is always coming back to, uh, just coming back to my why, you know, and in believing in myself and feeling worthy enough that, you know, I'm choosing to have these retreats. I'm choosing to book this travel. I'm choosing to make this decision for me mm-hmm. and knowing that that's enough, like knowing that that in my decision is enough and, and then manifesting that by having a positive mindset, by stating positive affirmations, by, by actually physically, you know, the law of attraction, as you mentioned earlier, um, by doing that and really as I've worked through all my self-worth, knowing that I'm worthy enough and deserving of all of this mm-hmm. and that that's, that's enough for me. I choose that and I choose coming from a place of love versus coming from a place of fear of yeah. like, what if I don't book anybody? What if nobody likes this? What if, and let me tell you, girl, it's not to say that none of those things came up because <laughs> you can ask my girlfriend the day. So when we went to Costa Rica, they lost my bags for the first four days of the retreat and it had all of my things in there. And I was like, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> but you lost your shit is going to make you lose your shit. <laughs> what shit you had left. <laughs> Literally. Oh, yes. But the but. So I could have, you know, I could have lost my chip again, but I, I came back to my why, why I was having this retreat, why the women were here and that, and none of that included any of the stuff that I had in my luggage. Mm -hmm. So it's really all about coming back to yourself, coming back, getting present in your body and just trusting and knowing like your why or, um, just what, what, like if it's traveling, if it's anything and just coming back to yourself and knowing that you're worthy because we all are worthy of all of our dreams. There's no dreams that are too big, too lofty. Mm -hmm. I know someone told me the other day that they uh, created a vision board and someone said, oh, those are too lofty. And I was like, oh, no, no. Um, But it's all about, you know, creating a vision, becoming clear on what you want, um, developing a self-love practice so you can believe that you're worthy mm-hmm. and then um, coming from that from a place of confidence so you can move into action. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. How cool and so beautiful. <laughs> so good. Thank you. Oh, oh my gosh, well, I love it. I have loved our conversation. So let's see. Um, 
tell everyone where they can find you. And, you know, if you want to um, tell the details about the Joshua Tree mm-hmm. retreat coming up or any of your freebies and things like that, if there's, you know, yes. you have. What I got going on, girl. (laughs) I got lots of cool shit going on. So, (laughs) yes. So I have the freebie. I recommend all of you guys, um, everybody just go on and download it. If you're feeling that you have a lack of clarity, if you are feeling stuck, if there's just this unknown within you, um, you can find the link in my bio on IG. That's where I love to hang out. I love interacting with my audience and my tribe. I can be found on IG at the dot wild savannah um and and you know come on there like tell me what your biggest takeaway from this is tell me if you want to travel somewhere like i love giving people recommendations i've been like i said 30 countries i love giving you travel tips and advice and i'll give you all my little traveling hacks um also for my retreat so i'm hosting one June 19th through the 23rd, and that's in Joshua Tree, California. I'm also hosting one in Tulum, Mexico, and that is November 11th through the 18th. And that's, if you're looking for, you know, you, this maybe is your first traveling trip or you want to treat yourself or invest in yourself. We do Mm -hmm. yoga, meditation, we have an organic cook. Um, you develop like a sisterhood and you want to um, travel with a safety net of a supportive community, come, come on over. And my, so all this stuff, the link is in the bio. It's on Linktree. You can find all of the links to all of that. My website is www.wild-savannah.com. Um, what else? Oh, I also, if you guys like Facebook, I host a Facebook group called Untamed and Unapologetic. Just search that on Facebook. And that is for, you know, I, I love hanging out on IG, but Facebook would get a little more uh, personal. I do live coaching every Tuesday. Uh, you get daily motivations. Um, you get uh, I just posted this morning, like question of the day. So if you have any specific questions, you can pop on there, ask me a question. I'll get back to you right away. And oh, how we met. I also have a podcast called Wild Within. So I'd love to guys go on over to iTunes, check it out. Let me know, leave a review. I just love, I love hearing, you know, I want to make my um, services specific to my audience and help as many people as I can. So there's anything like don't be afraid to ask. Just shoot me a slide into my DMs. Ask me. I love, I love connecting with everyone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, well, thank you so much. That sounds great. Absolutely. And yes, go listen while you're listening to this podcast. Go look up the wild. Yeah. Wild within. <laughs> wild Savannah. Now, I think just because that is your handle, you definitely need a retreat in Africa in the wild yes. Savannah. Yes. And oh there's, a gosh, beer, yes. there's a beer down there called Savannah. It's like a cider uh, beer. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh, Cassie. It oh, has yeah. been such a pleasure. Oh, no. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you stopping by today. And, um, We'll look forward to the next conversation. We'll have to do this more often. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Such a pleasure, girlfriend. You keep doing you. I'm watching you from afar. I'm making over my money mindset as we speak. That's right. There we go. I know. Samesies. I love it. (laughs) All right. Have a good Tuesday, girlfriend. Thank you. You too. I'll see you soon. (laughs) Bye. Love this episode of the Make Over Your Mindset podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated so more high vibe people like you can find us. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.